0: Now here's your host, Gabriel Shaheen. Good day. This is Gabriel Shaheen, Certified Financial Planner and your host of More Knowledge, More Wealth here on every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance. My job is to go over the knowledge you need to increase your wealth. Now to the listener, you can always reach out to myself or any one of my colleagues here at Falcon Wealth Planning. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855 855- 96 Falcon, like the bird, or visit our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's falconwp.com for short, where you can get this episodes or any one of our previous episodes through podcasts, Spotify, and our Knowledge Center, which is on YouTube that has so many fantastic strategies that you can take advantage of. Now, I'm the president of Falcon Wealth Planning. We are fee-only, non-commissioned, true fiduciary folks, and we help everybody that any questions that you may have, whether where you are today, how retirement looks like, investments, estate planning, taxes, insurance folks, you name it, anything that involves that dollar sign, we can help you with it. We're offering one to two meetings, one to two hours of our time at no cost, folks. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, like the bird where we can help answer those questions because we have offices all over. We can help you. It doesn't matter where you are in the country. Our offices and headquarters are in Southern California, but we have offices in the Midwest, in the Northeast, Northwest, and so on. So we'd love to help you out. Now, folks, we are going to talk a little bit today about some of the top 10 best exercises, uh, retirement planning exercises that you can do to make sure you are on track. We have a fantastic new webinar that's coming out. We're planning to do that this upcoming week. Uh, and so we're trying to find a good day to do that. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to reach out to radio at falconwp.com. That's radio at falconwp.com. Uh, we wanna see how many people that are joining it. I know we have a couple companies that are doing it. We're expecting over a hundred people. So if you are interested, please reach out to radio at falconwp.com. All right, so we're gonna go over some of the 10 best retirement planning exercises that you guys can be doing. And so the first one, and, he, and here's the thing, like, first off, obviously you want to see if you're on track. I say it all the time, right? See where you are today. Take a look at how retirement looks like. Talking about taxes, investments, insurance, estate planning, like I get it, right? So, but the idea is, is how does it relate to you and what you should be doing to feel comfortable, secure with or without an advisor, Right. Listen, I feel everybody should have a financial plan. That's a financial planner saying that. Now, if you disagree, I think you should agree that everybody should have a financial plan, but maybe not a financial planner, right? Depending on the complexity of your situation, maybe not. Maybe you could do it on your own. But I think saying that everybody should have a financial planner and a financial plan, listen, there could be some truth to that. But I'm going to go over some of the 10 exercises to make sure that you are on track. And I think the first one is, so number one is, are you on track for retirement? Now, okay, I get it. Great, Gabriel. Thank you for nothing. That's easy. Now, the first thing that you have to look at is all your income streams is coming in. So now we're going to talk about the exercise. So whether you have social security, pension, rental, whatever the case is, all right, let's just say you have 80,000 of income coming in and you have expenses or you spend 120000 a year, that means you have a 40000 a year deficit. Now, typically, the withdrawal rate you want to stay between is 3 to 4%. Now, if you're going to retire in your late 50s, maybe it's closer to 3%. If you're going to retire in your 70s, early 70s or late 60s, maybe it's 4%. Let's say it's right in the middle. You want to retire at 65, maybe because you get Social Security and healthcare at that point with Medicare. So at a 3.5% withdrawal rate, And and by the way, keep in mind, that's being able to sustain your income long term. It doesn't mean it's sitting in the bank earning, you know, three, four percent that you're investing it. So net of taxes, uh, that means if you divide that 40,000 by three and a half percent, you will need almost one point one five million dollars for retirement. That's how you know if you have enough. I think it's crucial to understand that just a simple exercise to see if you are on track. So that is the first exercise that you should be doing. And what I'll be doing is going over the first five of them this week, by the way. I think I'm just taking a look at how much time that we have. I'm going to go over the first five this week and the remaining five next week. Now, the next item is understanding your longevity. Just how much and how long you'll be living. Because here's the thing, just the reality sets in where people think, their money's coming from. People think like they get multiple streams of income. People think, well, 42% of my retirement or my money in retirement will come from my retirement plans at work. One third of people say it'll come from social security. 25% say it'll come from other personal savings and investments. Uh, Traditional pension plans, about a third of people. Part-time work, about over 20%. And then IRAs almost 30%. Now, if you notice all that adds over hundred percent, I get that. That's not the idea. The idea is people think they're going to get multiple streams of income from multiple different sources. I get it. Here's the thing though, the reality of this, and when you uh, take a look, this is from the retirement uh, confidence survey uh, through employee uh, benefits. The reality is people don't get 42% of their money in retirement from The retirement plans at work, it's more like 20%. And Social Security actually covers about 70%, not a third of the income, because people just aren't as good savers as they think. And instead of 25% in other personal savings and and investments, it's more like 16%. Traditional pensions, 35% versus 31, which means people actually are getting more than they thought. And part time work, 7% is the reality versus 21% being. Uh, what they thought they would. Why people just don't want to work in retirement. And then lastly, IRAs, where it's more like 13% is the reality versus 27. People are just not saving as much as they thought. So how does this play into longevity? Well, probably should start savings. Why? Because 1941, the life expectancy for somebody who was born in 1941 was 62 years old. And if they were 40 at the time in 1941, it was 70. Well, now it's 85. The 55-year-old in 1941 was expected to live till 72. Now it's 87. 70-year-old in 1941 was expected to live till 79. Now it's 88. And so on and so forth. People are living a lot longer. And actually, there's this fantastic article in Times. It's It's a book actually published or a title cover, February of 2015. This beautiful baby, for those who are on the, the webinar, you can maybe see it here. Uh, this uh, beautiful baby on the cover says, this baby could live to 142 years old. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, not me. Well, there's a lot of research out there that shows, and academic journals, medical journals. I mean, think about just the medicine, the technology, the procedures, the medication, the, the bioinformatics that are out there. That is going to be there in 10 years from now. You're still in great health. You might be in better health today than you were 10 years ago. How much more we have learned? By the way, folks, if you're just joining me, you're listening to Gabriel Shaheen, certified financial planner and your host, More Knowledge more Wealth, here on every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance. And I just wanted to cover just the simple topics of you and your ex- uh, retirement planning and the exercises you can be doing. And I think that just the first one, obviously, is understanding where you are, and number two, is just understanding that you're, it's, it's not like how it used to be where you retire at 60, 65 and die at 65, 7. There are a lot of people out there that I've seen more in the past, probably six months than I have in the previous six years, that their retirement is going to be longer than their working career. Think about it. They started working at 20. They retire at 60. That's 40 years. And their expectancy is maybe they're feeling in their hundreds. Listen, the thing that was supposed to kill them at 85, God knows what type of cure or medication or treatment that would be available for that by the time they get there. In 25 years from now, look at how it was 25 years ago. Did you see a lot of 85-year-olds driving back then? So longevity is everything. Why is that important? Because of your assets. Got to make sure your assets are there. You got to make sure that you planning to bounce the last check to the mortuary, which I get it, that'd be a fantastic plan. <laughs> but the reality is, is you factoring the diet 85 may not happen. Folks, if what I'm saying sounds like can relate to you, sounds like you want to spot check to see where you are, to see if you're on track, to see if you can make a plan where you do bounce that last check to the mortuary or at least by hundred or whatever the case is, I'm just saying you need to analyze it, give us a call. We're offering one to two meetings, one to two hours, of our time at no cost folks we would love to help our phone number is 855-963-2526 that's 855-96 falcon like the bird where we can put an assessment together they can answer those questions that you have my simple comment to you is and really to everybody is that you need to plan on consistent living continuous living because this article that said this baby is going to live to 142 years old can be real. You look at life expectancies, just 120 years ago, is was in the 40s. 100 years go by, it's over double. So I'm just saying, don't plan on an early death, because you're probably going to be in better shape in five years from now than you are today. And some of you are already in better shape today than you were 10 years ago. So, let's do this we're going to go on a quick break when we come back we're going to discuss understanding inflation okay we're going to go over how this is important for you because keep in mind we're in inflation periods were what this past uh 20 uh, that last year was six and a half percent 2021 was seven percent 2020 was eight and a half percent right i mean so we're in a period of inflation i'm going to go over some numbers with you discussing on where inflation was in regards to postage college and cars here when we come back after a few words. advantage our phone number is 855-963-2526 that's eight five five ninety six 96 falcon like the bird or visit our website falconwealthplanning.com that's falconwp.com for short enjoy the show we look forward to serving you welcome back folks this is gabriel shane certified financial planner and your host of more knowledge more wealth here on every weekend talking about all important topics of personal finance and today i thought we'd go over now it's a two uh step uh show here, right? There's just not enough time in this show, allocated about 30 minutes with commercials. It comes out to about 25 minutes. And so uh, to discuss the top 10 best exercises for retirement planning, we already went over two and a half, we'll call it. The first one is, are you on track for retirement? And we discussed strategies and exercises you can do to see if you are there. Understanding longevity. And then this next one is understanding inflation. We talked about how prices go up over time. If you retire today, and you're spending 10,000 a month, God bless you. Well, you can't expect to spend 10,000 a month over the next 30 years. Because that 10,000 a month gets eroded over time. That 10,000 might be worth 5,000. You can only buy 5,000 dollars worth of goods in 20 years from now, assuming a three and a half percent inflation. So what does that mean in context? Now some of you, this will remember. Now look at myself. Somebody will say 40 years old. Okay, we're talking about Gabriel here. First house I bought was in 2004, okay? In Arizona, my mortgage payment was $1,100 a month. My current car payment is more than my first house payment. Crazy. And listen, I'm, I'm driving just a normal Tesla SUV here. Like, I'm not driving anything crazy. I'm not driving a Range Rover, or an Escalade, or anything like that. So it's crazy to think, even somebody that's 40 could relate to this, assuming you bought your house in your early 20s, where, which I was fortunate enough to do. Working hard, I got scholarships. I didn't come from a wealthy family. I, I worked at a company that did tuition reimbursement. Plus I got scholarships from the school. And plus, I worked, right? So it's not all bad. People are saying, well, these people are getting forgivable loans and I had to work. Well, I didn't do a fraternity, right? Couldn't afford it. I had to work. So I didn't have much of a social life. But hey, I bought my first house at 21 get what I'm saying? so. Um, but anyway, uh, let's uh, continue the conversation. So let's talk about now how this relates to you and understanding inflation because we know we feel inflation, right? I did an episode a few weeks back discussing how that just the cost of candy from Halloween was up 15% year over year. Now, let's talk about postage, currently 63 cents, by the way. In 1970, it was 6 cents. Some of you remember that in 1985, 22 cents today, 63 cents in 15 years, anticipated 1.28% or $1.28. Crazy, right? This is boastage, $1.28 just to mail a bill. (laughs) Crazy. Let's talk about college, 1970, $1,200. Okay, now let me, let me read the disclosure here, okay? The disclosure says that uh, uh, one year of in-state tuition, fees, room, and board for a public four year, okay? This is uh, from Trends in College Pricing, okay? Uh, from the College Board. Uh, that's the reference here. So like, for example, the today's number, I don't know if I fully agree with, but whatever. Uh, uh, 1970, $1,200 a year for room, board, and tuition. In 1985, 3372. Now, I'm going to disclose, when I graduated college in 2006 from Arizona State University, my freshman year, I graduated in three years. My freshman year was 2200. The last year was 3500. That was just in three years, went up 50%. Yet again, from 2003 to 2006. So keep in mind, I lived at home. Like I was saying, I didn't get the luxury uh, because I had to do it on my own here. Today, they're saying that it's over t- almost 24000 2377 Now, maybe a, a school does charge 10000 and then maybe ruined board is 1000 a month. Maybe that's where they're coming at. Maybe it's for 10 months, whatever the case is. Point is, is in 15 years from now, it's anticipated to be almost $57,000. Inflation is real, folks. Cars, this is my favorite one. 1970, $3,400. 1985, almost 12000 Today, forty almost 47000 That's from truecar.com as a reference. In 15 years, average car, car price was $114,000. One, one, four. Crazy. 15 years from now, the average car, we're not talking anything crazy here. I mean, it's funny when I did this, uh, I used to do this in part of a class I taught, let's say 10 years ago, average price of a car, they were saying was about 30,000, which is true. I had at 2014, which I bought in 2013, a Toyota Prius. Drove it around. I used to drive a lot. Okay. Don't judge. Drive a nicer car than that, right? It's not how you start. It's how you finish. The point is, of course, is it's funny how accurate this is. So the full impact of inflation. Today, a dollar in 10 years is only worth $0. 75 cents. In 20 years, Only 55 cents and 30 years, 41 cents. Let's reverse engineer that. Today, a dollar in 10 years, you'll need a dollar 35 to buy the same thing that's currently a dollar. 20 years, $1.82. 30 years, $2.46. You know what's proof of this? The dollar menu at McDonald's. The dollar store is now a dollar 25. You get what I'm saying? I mean, these are the things that people just don't factor when they're looking into retirement. This is to see if you're on track. This shows you can't just have your money and have it sit there earning 0.0 or even 3 to 4% or even 5%. You need to keep up with inflation. As Warren Buffett calls inflation, the silent tax. Let's continue the conversation. You know what? So we've now done three of them. The fourth one is understanding use of debt. Okay, that's the, the fourth one. And by the way, if you're just joining me, you're listening to Gabriel Shaheen, Certified Financial Planner, your host of more knowledge, more wealth here on every weekend, talking about all important topics of personal finance. And today we're just going over the top 10 retirement planning exercises that you should be doing. We built a very successful career helping thousands of clients and 10,000 of prospects that's come through the door of people wanting help. And if you look at, we have over 200 Google reviews amongst all our locations five stars. Why? Because we help people. And we've only started that initiative in the past year. I wish it would have, how cool would it be to have thousands of five-star reviews? So the idea is, is we're sharing with you what we share with them. Now, if you want this customized for you, if you want us to relate this show to your specific situation, give us a buzz. We'd love to help. Obviously, I just said we have multiple advisors. We can help. We just had two new CFPs that passed in our... Uh, in our uh, associate planning, in our planning department. And so we would love to help. Our phone number is 855-963-2526. That's 855-96-FALCON, where we'll give you one to two meetings, one to two hours of our time at no cost, folks. We'd love to help. That brings us to almost 20 CFPs in our organization. Almost half our staff, 40% of our staff. So understanding use of debt. Obviously there's bad debt, folks, right? Or go getting a boat loan or putting a vacation on a credit card and paying 20% on credit card debt. That makes no sense. Why would you do that? Okay, well, we're smart enough to know that, right? If you're listening about a show about finance, you're probably doing all right. You probably have some interest in finance. But there is necessary debt. And I'll tell you this, car loans at 0%, especially in an environment like this where you could take that money, that cash you're going to put on the car and put it in a 5% savings account. Like, seriously? Why would you pay it off? You make no sense. How about this? I'll pay it off on your behalf, I'll take your money, I'll put in 5%, I'll make the payments for you. And it builds your credit, like seriously? And what if you, God forbid, totaled it in the first month? Well, with gap insurance, your car your car insurance, don't buy it through the dealership, that's normally three to 400 bucks, your car company will do it for a dollar a month. Protection on top of that, like seriously? Come on, guys. Uh, but the mortgage, even now, mortgages make sense. Let me give you an example that I've used for years almost decades. But let's just say you have a $500,000 mortgage. At a 4% for a 30-year mortgage, that's almost $2,400 a month. Now, some people are like, well, that I don't want to do that. How about I just pay an extra 1200 a month, 50% more, get a $3,600 payment for a 15-year mortgage. Instead of paying 4%, I pay three and a half, right? Because a 15-year mortgage has a better rate. Well, here's my point of why I don't like that. Instead of doing a 15-year, still do the 30. And if you really want to pay it off faster, which I can argue it doesn't make sense, especially at a 3.5% rate or 4% rate, right? Because now they're what, seven, seven and a half, maybe eight. So now you treat your 30-year like a 15. Add that extra $1,000 a month. You doing that will not pay it off in 180 months. It can't. Why? Because it's a higher interest rate. But you're not going to pay it off in 360 months because you're paying more towards your principal. You're going to pay it off in 180 months. Nine months. You only lose nine months. What's my point? Debt is good. Plus, you get a tax write off for it. Plus, that extra money you're going towards paying your mortgage, you can put it into a retirement account, which, oh, by the way, could be another tax benefit. And, oh, by the way, most likely, historical, historically speaking, you could earn more than a 4% rate of return over the next 30 years. Plus, remember that 4% is a write off. And you have 30 years of flexibility. I've seen multiple people do a 15 year. And then what happens? They have troubles at work, and now they get laid off. And now they stop to make that high payment. You can't just go to the bank and say, you know what? Make it a 30. You have to refinance. Requalify. It's a sad business. Gives you 30 years of flexibility, all to just lose nine months. Not a big deal. You could still write it off, and you can always refinance. An and home appreciates with or without a mortgage. Now, here's the thing, guys. I gave you an example back then. Let's do the new example. This same five hundred thousand dollars mortgage at thirty six months or thirty years, which is three hundred and sixty months. is now seven and a half percent, which means your payments are thirty five hundred a month. Due to fifteen year, you won't get seven and a half percent, but seven percent, right? Save half a percent. So now your mortgage payments are forty five hundred a month. You're paying an extra thousand dollars a month. Okay. Now, if you just took that extra thousand and put it on your thirty year mortgage, you won't pay it off in one hundred eighty months. You'll pay it off one hundred ninety one months. Only lose eleven months, not even a year. But what did you do? Yet again, you gave yourself thirty months—or excuse me, thirty years—of flexibility, folks. We got a last one here. Just want to talk about compound growth and in interest. You don't need me to tell you this. You just keep on saving; it will grow. I'll give you an example here. Now, if a thirty-year-old's listening to the show, they have thirty-five years until retirement. If they currently have ten thousand dollars and save seventy-five hundred dollars, that's almost six hundred a month. Over the next 35 years, they're going to end with $1.5 million. Let's say you're 40 years old with 25 years to go to retirement. You have $100,000. You save $10,000 a year, almost $1,000 a month. You will have $1.4 million. You have 15 years until retirement, assuming you're 50 and have a quarter million dollars. And you save a little over 1000 a month, you will have $1.2 million. What's my point? Compound growth, baby. Continue to save, you may think when I said earlier, you need 1.1, 1.2 million for retirement. <laughs> Remember I made that comment? You're thinking to yourself, oh my God, there's no way I'm on track. Well, because you only have a quarter million, but guess what? I assumed everything at an 8% growth rate and saving 12,500 12, uh, a year for you 50 year olds out there listening, which means planning is everything, folks. So depending on where you are, you want you know the goal, right? you need help with that, give us a call. We would love to do it. We do this every single day. I'm trying to articulate this to you in the simplest way possible. If you need help, you want us to relate this uh, show to your situation, give us a buzz. Our phone number is 855-963-2526 or go to our website at falconwealthplanning.com. That's falconwp.com for short. Folks, that was a fast, fast show. And thank you for tuning in with us this weekend. We went over uh, the first five of the top 10 retirement planning exercises that you could do The next week, we're going to go over, after Thanksgiving, we're going to go over the next five, six through 10 of the five exercises you can do for retirement planning. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Have a great week and God bless.